If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Have you ever thought to yourself, I sure wish someone would fix this pothole? <laughs> I think well, that all the time. You're sure in luck because uh, this week the city of Santa Rosa relaunched the My Santa Rosa app. Uh, the My Santa Rosa app is really cool. It allows residents like you to report and track non-emergency issues around the city. So things like potholes, street light outages, trees in the roadway, litter in the public, right-of-way, and so on. This is really cool. Again, it's called the My Santa Rosa app. To learn more, you can check out srcity.org slash Rosa or download the app right from the App Store, whether it's on Google Play, the App Store with Apple, so on and so forth. So, unfortunately, your Amazon packages may be delayed, not because of all the potholes around Santa Rosa, but because warehouse workers around the country are striking in order to get a $3 an hour raise. So, they also want 20-minute breaks, and it's just not happening. And the workers are actually marching outside the warehouses with signs. And striking workers are saying their wages are roughly $15 to $17 an hour, and they're just not enough to survive with this year's rapid inflated prices you know on the cost of housing food and gas so again those packages may be a little delayed the rock and roll hall of fame is not going to honor dolly parton's request to pull her nomination they say quote dolly's nomination along with the other 16 artists for the class of 22 2022 is still happening working So the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame started by acknowledging her request and complimenting her, quote, incredible talent and humility, and they gave a very good reason why she was nominated in first place. They said, from its inception, rock and roll has had deep roots in rhythm and blues and country music. It's not defined by any other genre, rather a sound that motivates youth culture. Dolly's music impacted a generation of young fans and influenced countless other artists that followed. They also admitted that they're too far in the process and they can't, you know, shove it in reverse. They said that Dolly's nomination, along with the other 16 for the class, was already sent out to the 1,200 general ballot voters. Amber and Tanner in the morning. These are the gas prices this year. With gas prices these days, gas prices are through the roof. Gas pumps and their ever-changing prices. When the gas prices skyrocket, we sell it, make huge profit. Hook, hook, gas, gas, gas. So the White House wants gas stations to drop fuel prices because the actual cost of oil is going down. Basically, if the oil is going down, gas prices should go down, right? Well, gas stations want to make some extra money. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, that's what's happening. <laughs> and so gas is, because gas is so expensive, by the way, the cheapest gas I've found is five forty-five at Costco, Costco in Santa yeah. Rosa. Gotta love Costco, right? But because it's so expensive, we are going to play The Gas Price is Right. All right. It works like this. Are these items cheaper than a gallon of gas? Amber, let's put you to the test right now. Let's do it. Item number one, a Crunchwrap Supreme at Taco Bell. More or less? Hmm. I'm going to say... Ooh, I'm going to say it's right on the money, so I'm going to say more. That is incorrect. Uh, it's actually $3.99 right now. Is it? Yep. I heard someone in our office say it, it was like expensive recently. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. I would assume as a talk about expert, <laughs> just for the Crunchwrap Supreme alone, it's $3.99. The meal is probably way more. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. As an expert. <laughs> Here's item number two. 
Foam rubber nunchucks from Amazon, more or less? Less. That is incorrect. Uh. If you want foam rubber nunchucks, it's going to cost you $9.99 on Amazon. <laughs> what? That's too expensive. <laughs> right. Here's item number three, a sugar-free Red Bull, 20 ounces. 20 ounces. Oof. I'm going to say less. That is correct. 509. As a Red Bull expert. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Item number four, a nose-shaped pencil sharpener from Amazon, more or less. A what? A nose-shaped pencil uh, sharpener. <laughs> I'm going to say less. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that for a deal of $2.59. Buying it right now. <laughs> All right, here is item number five, more or less than a gallon of gas, Subway six-inch oven-roasted chicken sub. Um... Uh, less. That is, dun dun dun, correct. Five dollar, four ninety nine, or something like that. Five nineteen after taxes. Uh, yeah. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy ninety two point nine, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. So, how do you safely break up two dogs that are quarreling? I found myself in this situation last week. Uh, I was at a dog park and my dog Remy was playing with another dog. All was fine. Everyone was happy. But the other dog snapped at Remy, my dog, because I think Remy was trying to like play with its ball. Mm. And apparently the other dog is like, quote unquote, ball can get ball aggressive. So naturally, my dog Remy started to protect himself, started fighting back. And I tried to distract him. That didn't work. So... I think as a natural instinct, as a pet owner, you want to jump into the fray. But I was like, oh, no, I'm, I might get bit if I do that. So I like grabbed him by his hind legs and started like pulling him back yeah. until he was like far enough away from the dog uh, to where he wouldn't like try to bite. Uh, and, you know, I'm hoping this won't happen again. But in case it does, I could definitely use some advice. So I don't own a dog, but I think a thing you can do, do you have a command for Remy that like that he will come to you no matter the situation? Snacks. Snacks. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, something you could do is just create a call for him and train him that no matter what the situation, whether he's like in a dog crisis situation or whatever, he knows to come to you no matter what. Yeah. But it's hard because dogs have instincts and sometimes those instincts take over. Exactly. And, you know, I know things like this happen. Luckily, both dogs were okay. Everything's fine. I talked to the owner. Um, You know, we left. We exchanged numbers just in case. And it seemed like it was, you know, just a quick little thing. It happens sometimes. Dog parks can, you know, be really interesting places for dog owners. But we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What should I do next time? Trisha from Runner Park said, anytime you see that Remy's approaching the edge of his comfort zone, intervene and remove him from the situation. Greg from Sebastopol said, soak the dogs, either spray them with water or dump a bucket of water on their heads. We live on a farm and our dogs get into fights. Sometimes it happens. The other owner might get mad at that, though. Uh, (laughs) Like, how dare you soak my dog? It's just water. (laughs) Mary from Santa Rosa said, use an object to separate the dogs. Be certain to keep your hands and faces far from the dog's mouth as possible. Use a chair or whatever you can find around you. You know, some people on our Facebook page you know, are saying that they aren't fans of dog parks. And you know what? I 
I'm going to take that advice as well. If you have any other suggestions for me, because, you know, I live in an apartment. Right. So it's hard to get Remy's energy out all the time. So, you know, any advice, any suggestions, we'll take it. So give us a call, 707-636-1467. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Where's your favorite place to hang out in San Francisco? So... Yesterday, I found out super last minute that a friend from high school is visiting and they want to see me, but they can only hang out in San Francisco and they've already been here for a week. Weird. So, they, so they've already done the three things that I typically do when I when people want to visit San Francisco. Okay. You know, the wharf, the height district, and Golden Gate Park. That's usually what I do. That's when people come here. I'm like, we got to go do these three things. Wow. And because of the pandemic, you know, Amber, we've only been able to really go to San Francisco for a really limited amount of time. So I'm looking for recommendations for what to do for my friend that has already done most of the touristy stuff in San Francisco, but wants to do more. So when people come to visit, I try to ask them either what do they want to do, what do they like, and what do they want to see? Yeah. I mean, you said they've already done all the touristy things, but say your friend likes Chinese food. Take them to a really awesome restaurant in Chinatown. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I shouldn't put all the pressure on myself. Ask them <laughs> what they would like to do. That's so what I don't I do. drag them along <laughs> to a bunch of stuff they don't care about. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I have recommendations for you based on that. Yeah. Because um, I've been to the city a couple of times and found some really amazing places. And I had a friend that lived in San Francisco for like a decade. So she knows I can give you her number. You Please. guys can chat. That helps me out <laughs> a lot, not only for taking people to San Francisco and Oakland and stuff like that, but for people here in Sonoma County, too, because for some reason i put all the pressure on myself well don't do that (laughs) don't make that mistake getting some great (laughs) responses on our froggy facebook page thank you to the froggy fam for participating here are some of the recommendations for what to do for me and my friend in san francisco uh melinda from owner park says coit tower uh coit tower was built in looks like 1932 and it's like this really historic part of San Francisco. It's got an amazing view apparently. I gotta go check that out. Not only for my friend but for myself. (laughs) I'm gonna be a little selfish about it. Uh, Deborah Lee from Santa Rosa who used to live in San Francisco said don't forget Lombard Street and don't just drive it. Walk up and down the steps. Yes! And you get great pictures too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For the Instagram. All right, Robin from Sonoma says uh, Ghirardelli Square. Everybody loves chocolate. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Actors Tom Hiddleston and Zal Ashton are ready to say, I do. They are engaged, according to headlines. But would normally be framed as an exciting time for this couple was overshadowed by headlines that actually read, Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend, Tom Hiddleston, has gotten engaged to girlfriend, Zaw Ashton. Now, just a little background, Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift dated briefly back in 2016. It was a relationship that was very much in the public eye, you know, due to Taylor Swift's massive success and fame. Now, a lot of Marvel fans, a lot of Loki fans, and just Tom Hiddleston fans in general are upset by these headlines. 
because Tom Hiddleston is an accomplished actor who has been in a number of wildly successful films. He's the star of his own TV show and just so much more. So the question from fans is, why tie Taylor Swift to him for this? Why can't he celebrate his engagement without Taylor Swift? And I will say, Taylor Swift is an, is an accomplished person herself. She's won over 10 Grammys. She's got a 20-plus year career in music and so on. She might be the person to grab the attention by evolving her, involving her in these headlines. Taylor Swift in a headline is an absolute attention getter. But Tom Hiddleston is one of my favorite actors who I honestly think is wildly underappreciated. And I would not be telling you the truth right now if I didn't say the news of him getting engaged is utterly devastating to me. (laughs) While this all may seem trivial, I'm going to have to agree with the chatter online and say, yeah, it's sad to have this major life event overshadowed by an ex. How would you like to see like Amber from Amber and Tanner in the morning gets engaged? Or would you rather see Joe's ex-girlfriend Amber from Amber Tanner in the morning gets engaged. It just doesn't make sense. And, you know, because of this very public relationship with Taylor Swift, Tom doesn't discuss his private life or his romantic relationships anymore. Um, but again, Tom is known for playing Loki in the Marvel Universe. His fiance Zaw is joining the Avengers world with an upcoming part in the Captain Marvel sequel, The Marvels, which is in theaters on February 2023. So what do you think? Is the press wrong for this? Are you a Tom Hiddleston fan and you're utterly devastated by this news and you need to vent like me? Well, we're here for you. So call us right now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 6361-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack, Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie, because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, Amber has to identify which one is real. Now, Amber is on a massive winning streak. She has got the last four correct on headline in a haystack, and I'm going to try to throw you off your game today. Listen, I just want to point out that Tanner said massive winning streak. Not just a winning streak, a massive one. If I recall correctly, I'm the best. you are on the biggest <laughs> winning streak you ever have on Headline in a Haystack. No pressure or anything. All right, let's see if you can throw me <laughs> off. That's the goal today. Well, we also want to say that your record is 14 and 10 for the year. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. Here's headline number one. Woman steals child's candy, claims the theft is for the child's benefit. Headline number two. Man busted for shoplifting because it was on his bucket list. And headline number three, man blames tardiness at work because his goats need cuddling. Okay. So those mm-hmm. are your three headlines. Any of them sticking out to you to be the headline in a haystack? Oh, man, this is tough, Tanner. You did throw me off. <laughs> I want to believe that the man got busted for shoplifting because it was on his bucket list. <laughs> Oh, man. I got it wrong? That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. I'm I'm happy for you, but I'm really sad for me. Because I tried to throw you off your game. I was so confused. I was like, oh, no, I got it wrong. (laughs) Again, happy for you, really sad for me. Your record is now 15 and 10. How does it feel? It feels pretty good. Yeah. Maybe you'll throw me off next week. Maybe. I've never rooted for you to lose, except for headline in a haystack. (laughs) 
Well, here's a story. A 23-year-old guy's name's Tony. He was busted on Sunday for stealing some bed sheets and cliff bars from a Target in Clearwater, Florida. What? When a security guard caught him, he dropped the stuff and ran, but then he went to the Target to apologize. This guy, this guy seems like a nice criminal. Cops were there investigating, so he was arrested for shoplifting. So the question is, why'd he do it? He told cops that shoplifting was, in fact, on his bucket list. And maybe making national news was on his bucket list because he made that happen, too. Here's my question. If you're going to shoplift, why cliff bars and sheets? Yeah, at least get something better like than that. Like a TV. <laughs> in you're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today is National Preschool Teachers Appreciation Day. Uh, so today is a time to celebrate preschool teachers, you know, who spend their day nurturing and sparking the creative minds of our young kids. And I think that the role of preschool teachers is particularly crucial. So let your preschool teacher know how much you appreciate them. Because kids can be wild sometimes. And younger kids, they say the darnest things. They really do. Uh, you know, I was a camp counselor for a little while and kids can be insulting when they don't know it. So has a kid ever said like something wild to you, Tanner? Uh, to me, no. But when I was in kindergarten, I did witness a kid say to our teacher, you kind of smell like my dad. And it turns out his dad was a little bit of an alcoholic. Oh. And so apparently the teacher had a, a wild night out. And so <laughs> I could tell. We got to brush our teeth or something. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, teacher had a little bit of a good time. Interesting. And I didn't realize that until I was an adult. And until I was actually like right thinking, now. Of, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Kendall. <laughs> that kid was a jerk to you. And you're going to show her. <laughs> uh, when I was um, a camp counselor, one of the kids said, you look better without glasses on. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I stopped wearing glasses and I got LASIK. <laughs> Boom. Solved that situation I mean, real it quickly. It's kind of helpful. It happens. Yeah. Um, so we're asking, what's the most hilarious draw-dropping thing one of your students has ever said? And actually, on the phone right now, we have Jenna, who is a preschool teacher from Katati. Uh, Jenna, you're on the phone right now. Tell us your story. I was sitting at a desk working with a student and she looked up at me and she said, Hey, you have a mustache like my brother. And I, I just kind of said, oh, well, that's nice. And then just kept kind of working on the lesson we were working on and went home later that night and decided I might need to shave my upper lip or something. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello? Hi, is this Ben? Uh, this is. Who is this? Ben, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your friend's family and uh, the right by your home. Uh, what, you're okay. What is this in regard to? Uh, I have a report in front of me that says every morning the first thing you do on your way to work is buy an energy drink. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't see what that has to do with there being a problem. Well, it's a concern for your health, and uh, because of that, your friends and family have contacted me to contact all gas stations and convenience stores across Sonoma County to stop serving you energy drinks. For my what? For my own health? Yeah, do you worry about like my health? Like, come on, they're like they help me get my morning started. It's how I get like my get to lunch. You know. 
I understand that, but at the same time, it's it's extremely bad for your heart. Not to mention the financial burden that you have to endure. Financial burden? There's no burden. I mean, it's not. I can't afford the drinks. And as far as my heart goes, I mean, I go to the doctor all the time. No, no one said anything before. I well, mean, how is this even a legal matter? Well, it's it's more of a message that your uh, friends and family have hired me to convey to you. And I, we just want you to form better and healthier habits, Ben. We want you to be around for a long time. I mean, I want to be around for a long time, too. I am healthy. I exercise all the time because I have an energy drink in the morning. Plenty of people have three or four of those things. Like, how is that even a concern? Well, for your health, we have also connected your banking information so you cannot buy these products. You, what? Yeah. You, you've connected my bank. Well, I, you, I'll pay cash. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Excuse me? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. So my friend Jackie Fletcher from Pengrove and I have discovered that we are both case cadets. So case cadets are people who are fans of Casey Musgraves. Love Casey Musgraves. I love that she has a name for her fans. I will wear that proud badge of honor as a case (laughs) cadet. I've never really been a part of a fan club before. uh, So I decided that we're going to Play a little game on the show called Name That Fan Club. Tanner, I'm going to give you a country music star. And you have to guess the name of their fan club. Ooh, I love this. All right. You ready? I am ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Keith Urban. Are his fans named Urbanites, Herb Babies, or The Urban Club? I'm going to go with Urbanites. You are correct. I do like Ur Babies, though. That was good. I, I yeah. really had to make that one up. <laughs> All right. Dolly Parton is the name of her fan club. A, the Parton Mees. B, Cult of Many Colors. Or C, the Dollies. I'm going to go with the Parton Mees. Her fan club is the Cult of Many Colors. I like that. Yes. Um, but I like I like the Parton Mees. That was a fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Chris Stapleton. Is his fan club called the Staplers, the Staples, or C, the Stapies? I'm going to go with the Staplers. It's B, the Staples. Should be the Staplers. Right? I like that one way more. about that one. Yeah, maybe we can send him a message on Instagram. <laughs> Change your fan club, Chris. All right. Fans of Florida Georgia Line, are they A, the FGL Club, B, the State Liners, or C, Cartographers. I'm going to have to go with B, the state liners. Dang, I suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of Florida Georgia Line, you are part of the fan club Cartographers. What? Isn't that funny? I like it. <laughs> Catching the. Catching the. With these guys. It's just Snake Bite Morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So I was eating at the Sea Noodle Bar in Cottingtown in Santa Rosa yesterday. It was great, by the way. My first time there. And the seating at the Sea Noodle Bar is pretty close to each other. So yeah. you have someone literally right next to you. Fun. I was eating my pad thai, enjoying myself. And then I realized that the couple next to my girlfriend and I were on their very first date. Aww. Very sweet. So cute. They were all dressed up, getting to know each other. But then, when I was eavesdropping, 
because I couldn't help myself. I noticed the first date starting going south very quickly. Why? Because this guy, this big dum-dum, started bringing up politics on a first date. Bum, bum, bum. And he started asking about, you know, what were her views on things like mask mandates and what's happening in the presidential office and stuff like that. And they disagreed on everything. Then their first date turned into a big political debate the entire rest of the date. Well, you know, I guess it's probably good to get that stuff out of the way, maybe. Maybe, but not on the first date. At least have an understanding of each other first, I feel like. So I feel like when one asks the other if they want to go on a second date, if that even happens, they'll have to create a pretty creative excuse to get out of it. Right. That is that is very true. I don't see them having a second date after this, <laughs> that's for sure. Amber, have you ever had an excuse to get out of a second date? No, I've never done it. Um, I should have, but I've never done it. But my friend has like always texted me. She's been like, you know, dating on and off for the past like decade. Yeah. And she's like, if I text you and say emergency call me call me and say that you have an emergency so i can get out of a date that's that's a good friend right so there. so i've done it before you're a good friend for that and like i have a flat tire <laughs> Amber, come can, get me can i use that for when i don't want to be places places <laughs> <laughs> can i yes. text you okay when cool. you're in an important meeting with our boss yeah I'm amber like, here's an emergency <laughs> like whoa amber uh, is on a flat tire on 12 right now <laughs> i gotta like, go get her amber's in the office what are you talking about she's right there i can see her <laughs> personally i've used an excuse to get out of a date before i just said you know my car has given out on me i can't go anywhere i'm sorry oh that actually just happens to me normally oh <laughs> <laughs> we have Kristen from Santa Rosa on the phone right now. Kristen, what excuse did you use to get out of a date? My cat was pregnant, and I said she was going into labor. She was not going into labor. She went to labor, like, three days after. Right. But, yeah, I was like, eh, I think my cat's going into labor. Sorry, I'm going to stay home, make sure her labor goes all smooth. You know, she's my cat. She's my emotional support animal. My fiance's birthday tomorrow. Woo. It's the big 3 0. He's turning 30. Can you believe it? That's a big deal. That's a big birthday. I, I know. So I needed to be ready to celebrate his birthday. So I came up with all these plans. And for his birthday, I always like kind of like to keep it a surprise for him. I want him to feel special and be like, oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> Wait, you're um, like, what? Oh, it's my birthday. <laughs> um, so I told him yesterday, I was like, okay, you need to be ready at 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. He was like, ooh, an early start. I like it where we're going. I was like, well, you have to be somewhere at 10 15. Mm. And he was like, I know what it is. You're dropping me off to get a massage. What? I was like, no. It's totally what I'm. How did totally he know? Because it's I. I said he is has to be somewhere at ten fifteen. But he jumped straight solo. to massage. It could have been anything. It huh. could have been, but he knows exactly what's happening. And he was just like, and then we're probably going wine tasting, and then we're going to dinner later. That's exactly. I'm what starting we're to doing. think maybe he heard Thanks. you on the radio. No. Say something about it. <laughs> I'm suspicious. You might be, yeah. I mean, you have you have a point. I just don't know what to do now. So that, yeah. That's where I'm at. I, I need to throw a wrench in these plans. I need to do something extra that he doesn't suspect because I want to make his 30th birthday the best. 
Yeah, and you don't want him to know what he's getting into. I totally understand the surprise of it all. So what you got for me? What do you think I should do? I think maybe you should do a surprise trip to San Francisco or something like that so that he does not see coming at all. Is Cole into museums or anything like that? Sure. Does he think that stuff's cool? Yeah. I think maybe you take him to a museum in San Francisco that he's never been to. So that way it's something he's interested in and you have an excuse to go to the city. Hmm. Okay. So... I'll scrap all the plans I have now. Go to San Francisco. Well, maybe not scrap all of them. Maybe still no, take no, no, him. No, no, no. Oh, you okay? I'll do it. All right. Just because you said so. I'll, just- <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> well, we asked on Facebook, Facebook.com/froggy929. What's some What's a wrench I could throw into these secret birthday plans? And a lot of you are giving some great suggestions. Stacy from Guerneville said, "If he's turning thirty, get him an adult pinata. Think along the lines of age-appropriate goodies like shooters or a gift certificate uh, to conquer a bucket list." wish. Hmm. I think that's cool. Okay. Maybe you can make him like some of those like coupons or something like that. This like is things lo- will do. A lot to turn around. Yeah. In a day. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I think I can do it. Um, <laughs> Heather from Windsor says put together a scavenger hunt. That's fun. And Derek from Petaluma said a rad radio shout out. He'll never suspect it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time Welcome to Great Day to Be Alive Friday. If you are new to the show, first of all, welcome. Hello. But Great Day to Be Alive Friday is the time of the week where Amber and I talk about all the bad stuff that happened to us during the week, and we get baptized and ready for the weekend, thanks to Mr. Travis Tritt. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, do you want to kick us off? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, so as you might have heard, but in case you missed it, my fiance guessed all of his secret birthday plans, which were supposed to be a surprise. And now there's no surprise. And it's a great day to be alive. I am still recovering from the time change and just anybody else going through this. I haven't been able to go to bed until 11 o'clock every Ew. night and it's Friday and now I am drained. And it's a great day to be alive. Lord have mercy on your soul. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So there's a sickness going around that isn't COVID and I'm still trying to recover from it. And it's a great Apologize for my sniffles on air. By the way, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, and so I was asking my girlfriend last last night. I was like, "Do I have a temperature? My nose is a little stuffy. Am I okay?" <laughs> I hope you are. I'm okay. I took a COVID <laughs> test. I'm good. Uh, so <laughs> I got rid of my cable, thinking I wouldn't need to watch sports for a while. That's the reason why I have cable. And I completely forgot that it's March Madness, and now I'm bummed. And it's a great day. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yesterday, it was my first day being back after being out sick, and someone called in and insulted me. And it's a great day to be alive. They didn't even give you time for a rebuttal. They just it hung did, up. It didn't, it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Not at all. <laughs> so I went to make eggs yesterday, and I dropped the entire carton of eggs, and only one of the 12 survived. And it's a great day. 